The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? This is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. those bugles blow on Sunday. Yes, we did. To start the game with another great rendition of the National Anthem, (laughs) and then to end the game as well as the go team of the senior pros won again, or whatever it's called. (laughs) Senior pros. (laughs) The Victory Monday has begun. Bill Jones, Mickey Spagnola, and Noah Everson Walls today. Instead, we've got a six-time Pro Bowler, Nate Newton, who's figuring out his headsets and going to join us here. Yeah, yeah. What's up, fellas? Good, good. Wow. Let's do this. I know I'm not as handsome as Ever, uh, Everson, but uh, I think my opinions are better. He's, com- <laughs> He's coming with a lot of energy. Yeah, that's right. See it when he walked yeah, in the building. Right. Big that's, old smile on his face. That's right. Yes. Now we should, in honor of Everson, uh, Trayvon Diggs got his uh, a pick his third of the season, right? Twentieth of his mm-hmm. career in yes. thirty-five games or something like that. Yes. I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, and there's only one in NFL history who had more picks in that number of games to start his career, and that one would be Everson Walls. So he's shout not out here to, to join us. Right. He's he's celebrating the fact he still holds that record. He ought to buy that kid some presents or something. He keeps bringing that. That's Everson's right. It gets name his name up, mentioned right? every time that he gets a pick. So, so Nate, I saw you late last night on my television, your uh, post-game show with Kyle Yeomans. And uh, here you are, bright and early, noon on a Monday, and ready to go again. Oh, yeah, man. Just just loving it, man. And uh, I knew, man. I knew. I knew we was going to beat him. I, I didn't know how. But uh, yeah, but I, I I went a little bit higher than I normally do. I normally go by one point, but I went by three. So we really put a whooping on him yesterday. I feel good, Mick. You feel good? <laughs> Didn't give up a touchdown. Hold on, Bill. You asked me, did I feel good? I I, 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 I five. Right. I asked him, do he feel good? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Bring up the energy I level. I got more there, emotion Mickey. when 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 Phillips was leaving. <laughs> I almost called him and said we needed a, a, a replacement here today. Oh, Rob Phillips. I yeah, thought you were talking, yeah. about, I thought you talking yeah. about Wade Phillips. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Blast for the fans. Wow. Hey, what? a win is a win, Yes, right? it is. Yes, Absolutely. it is, sir. And by yes, the way, over a Lions team that now has the worst record in football at mm. one in five. Which is amazing because yes, because how did Carolina beat Tampa Bay? Right. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's the most amazing thing. PJ Walker, PJ Walker over Tom Brady. How about that? And it was twenty-one to three. 
There's and, trouble in paradise in Tampa, apparently. Maybe in Green Bay, too. And Green Bay also. We're going to be there in a few weeks. Goes to show you, and I'll say it again, as Dak Prescott said it, a win is a win, no mm-hmm. matter that's how gr- it looked or how you got to that's it. A, that's a great example right there. Tampa Bay, how do they feeling about their game against Carolina? Yeah. Well, you know, it's not a victory Monday in Tampa. That one the worst Washington beating. Yeah, Washington beating Green Bay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. We're the backup, the we're the backup quarterback. Yeah, the East is the East is a beast. Mm-hmm. Predictions say uh, we only have supposed to have one and a half winning teams in this division. And supposed wow. to have the easiest schedule in all of football, football. whatever, yeah. because they were rated so low last year. That's the only Probably reason. would have had four victories yesterday if uh, the Eagles hadn't been idle. Uh-huh. And you look ahead to the – Oh, but no, Coach Phillips said that's a win. That's yeah. right. <laughs> Speaking of Coach Phillips, yeah. that's right. Uh, and looking ahead to next week, Cowboys are playing Chicago. Okay, and off the top of my head, Philadelphia is playing Pittsburgh next week. Correct. Uh, Washington's going to Indianapolis, and the Giants are playing Seattle. And so those are that's possible. Four more wins for the NFCs. I don't week. know. Seattle's winning. I know Seattle with Geno Smith. They're they're leading the NFC West. By the way. That is one constant. Uh, it's certain coaches I never turn on, and Pete Carroll is mm-hmm. one of them. I, I, I've always admired him. The only mistake he ever made was not running that ball four times. <laughs> and it's, that's a, but that was I would like to be on that stage to be able to make that mistake, you know. But I, I'm telling you, I never turn on coach him, Coach Belichick, Coach Johnson, and Coach Landry. Those are my those are my guys. Interesting you bring that up. It's probably a deeper conversation uh, later because we need to dive into yesterday. Although it relates to yesterday with Dak coming back. You know, you look at Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson's career. And when Russell Wilson first came into the league and the emphasis on running the football and they had a great defense. Okay, there's a parallel there with what this Cowboys team looks like right now. Okay, with the defense that this team is playing. Well, you look at Russell Wilson's career. And you look, even just look at statistically his career. And so what he was doing as far as taking care of the ball and running that show in Seattle his first few years, and then it became an emphasis of getting his numbers, you know. And he, and he, 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 to his credit, he was able to throw 35 touchdown passes a year and so forth. To his credit, he got the big contract now or whatever. But their team wasn't as good uh, once that happened. And uh, but Pete Carroll, it, it he 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 always has wanted to run the football first. He is a defensive-minded coach from the get-go, and uh, so things started falling apart in Seattle. There, I think what we're seeing here in Dallas is, and and maybe what we uh, we get out of the Cooper Rush time as the quarterback of this team the last five games. It reemphasizes, rely on this defense, run the football, take care of the football, and good things are going to happen. Mick, it's your show. I want you to go first before I I start this. I'm going to say I (laughs) like the fact that the defense plays the way it plays. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I like the fact that they are showing now that's three games in a row. They've run for 100 yards. But – I don't like the fact that you end two consecutive games with three points in the first half. Uh, yeah. The offense has got to get better. If yes. the offense gets better, I'm gonna Jerry said it last week. He goes, Yeah, this is great. The defense is playing. And then when the offense catches up, we're gonna be a mess, meaning really good. So 
the offense has got to continue to improve. Uh, and there's not a lot of times you're going to get handed five turnovers to help your offense get to 24 points. you got to start doing some of this on your own. Uh, and that's three games out of seven that they finished the first half with no more than three points. And a fourth, they had six. No touchdowns. So they got to be better offensively, and then they can be a very dangerous team. And and what you said not only applies to Russell Wilson, it applied to a John Elway later in his career. It applied to a, a Peyton later in his career. Tom Brady has always played that way. It is it is it took the Rogers his one year. See, this is what I tell people, and I argue on my show all the time. I, you have to throw to the ball to get down the field. You need one chunk play each uh, series of 20 yards or more to get you where you need to be. But when you're out of balance, that means when your team get unsettled, you give up a sack, come back with a run. When you need a key first down in the open field, come with a run. When you when your quarterback is just a little bit shaky – Come with a run. All it does is settles you down and give your defense a chance at the end to win the game. And, and that's all you guys are talking about. Uh, Dak, <clears throat> he said yesterday, you know, I, I, th- those were confident builders. Dak, not, not the way we play now. Love you to death. Not the way we play now. We don't need confident builders because those two confident builders could have took us the other way. It didn't. I don't linger on that. I know he will learn from that. But the way you threw the ball after that was, was right. You know, you, you, you found your blanket. You found Schultz. You know, either Schultz found his blanket. All because he showed the back tight up. ends. Yes. But see, that – Coach McCarthy did two things that we hadn't seen around here in a long time. Y'all can correct me if I'm wrong. We down on the close to the goal line, about to score fourth fourth down. Mm. Oh, looks good, but not good enough. I'm finna play to my defense. Let's kick a field goal. I would like to see my defense change his mind. Yeah. Oh, great, because he's saying in his mind, I I would like. I love. I will put my defense against your defense. Nope. Let's just kick it. Because even, even, my defense will crush you. Okay, right before the half, they caused the fumble. You said, was it right before the half? Yep, Noah right, Brown's fumble. You're right, talking about the Noah Brown yeah, fumble? Yeah, the Noah yeah. Brown fumble. Yeah. And then we they came down, and they fumbled, didn't they? They fumbled. That was the no, end of the half. They, they, they elected but not they to But they elected not to use their timeouts. Right, yeah. but when the guy ran down, remember he, the tight end caught the screen and ran down, where was that at? Oh, that was in the third quarter. Yeah, yeah. Get to that, that was third quarter. That was yeah. the play of the that game. Was the, that was yeah. the play of the game. They got a fumble, and you knew right then game was over. But at halftime, you can tell that Coach McCarthy said, hey, hey, young man, hey, Kellum, until Dak find his true rhythm, that's kind of be a little bit more balanced. And he did it. And, and, you know and what? he won the game. And Dak, Dak said, he yes. goes, I, I, w- I was throwing the ball with a little too much confidence in yes. his first half. Right, because he took some shots down the field that probably weren't necessary, and even a couple he completed, you were like, "Ooh, yeah." C.D. Lamb one, came up big, and then the one yeah. to Schultz down yeah. down the half. Yes, that was very for he threw in the. But see, I, you knew that was going to happen with him. 
he hadn't played in a game. He hadn't played in a game that speeds up. It ain't practice. Right? Yeah, and I, I agree with you, Mick. And but you got to see the field. Yeah, it, it, that's what I'm saying. When you come back, see, if y'all will mm-hmm. let me. This is what I keep preaching to everybody that want to listen, that, that wants some football knowledge. Elite is not armed talent. See, that's part of elite. Elite is watching the game, understanding the game. The guys we named earlier, all of them either had someone helping them or had mastered the game to what they knew the rhythm of the game, how it was being played, who they're playing against. Do we really need to push this here or do we stay? See, Dak, if he was had been playing, he would have saw – I don't need to push this. They can't beat us. Our defense is too great. Let me make sure I just get this ball to who need to have the ball. And now, this is what I'm hoping from this point on. Him and Coach Kellum say, "Hey, man, this is what we need to do. This team can't. Chicago cannot beat us. Jimmy will gather us up at the beginning of the week, and he will gather us up on Friday, and he will gather us up right before the game, fellas. Remember what I told you Monday? Mm -hmm. This team can't beat us." Don't make mistakes. That's right. Yeah, there you go. That's Don't right. Make and that's, that's right. that was and, and, they and, let Detroit yeah. make the mistake. There and, you go. And Detroit made them. And we'll get into the Micah play, whatever. But to your point on McCarthy changing his mind, yes. calling the timeout, changing his mind, and going ahead and kicking the field goal rather yeah. than going for it on fourth and yes. two. If the Cowboys don't make it on that fourth and two, that is the equivalent of what the Lions did by fumbling at yes. the one-yard line in the third quarter of that game. And and I had this conversation with McCarthy after we uh, taped his coach's show on Thursday. Mm-hmm. If you went back and looked at the Lions game against New England, yes, sir. Every uh, they got into field goal territory five times in that game. Okay, they lost the game twenty-nine to nothing. They went for it on fourth and one. I can't remember exactly how many times, but it was three or four times. They right. went for it, and they threw a pick uh, down at the three-yard line yes, one time. On a fourth down play, they went for it. They were in field goal range. Okay, They could have kicked a 50-yard field goal like the Cowboys did yesterday. Instead, they uh, opted or, or what the Lions did yesterday. Instead, they went for it. Quarterback got sacked, fumbled. It was returned 59 yards for a touchdown. It, it turned into a 29 nothing game. I went back and looked at that game. If the Lions had just kicked field goals every time they got into field goal range, it would have been a 19-15 to game with two minutes left in the game. And so McCarthy yesterday, he gets down there, fourth and two. He knows his team is better than this team he's playing against. And by the way, New England was starting a rookie quarterback, starting right. his first NFL game yes. that, that day. All right, it, McCarthy gets down there, and he realizes, hey – it's not worth the risk of not making it. Just take your points. You're going to win this game as long as you don't give them opportunities to uh, and, and turn the ball over. When essentially that is a turnover when you miss on a fourth down conversion like that. Well, I'll tell. I'll guarantee you what he did was when it was third. It was third and two at the three, mm-hmm. and I'm sure he told Kellen, "Okay, you got two plays to score." There you go. And on the when you get stuffed on third and two. 
And now it's, it's still fourth it's and two. Fourth and two. It's like, whoa, wait a minute. We're going to. And you could go see, I was watching McCarthy. He, you know, when they make the decision mm-hmm. to keep the offense on the field at that point, all right, he's not sure where they're going to spot it exactly. And then he sees where they spot it and sees and it's more fourth, fourth and saw, two. And he see, sometimes, see, I'm about analytics. Mm-hmm. If I have a greater, not a better team, if if I'm Kansas City, if this Kansas City, come on, man, do what you want to do. Because I have a greater team than yours, not mm-hmm. just a better team, a greater team. And the analytics don't and, <laughs> analyze that part right, of it. Right? right. So if I got a greater team, I'm going to play a little bit of the analytics early in the game. But we had came off of a loss. We was, our offensive line had showed to be struggling. This is a great call by Coach McCoy. Well, and, and uh, the call sheet on a fourth and two play is mm. different than the call sheet on a fourth and one play. Yes. And yes. so you're, and they probably had a pass play right. plan at, on fourth and two. And the chances, I mean, fourth and yeah, a foot, okay. Yeah. Run load left, and you get, you get it all the time, right? Oh, yeah, well, yeah. Here's, <laughs> and here's, and see, and here's what here's what they had planned on that uh, play okay. too. Mm-hmm. They had two tight ends and two running backs right. in, and they tried that play later, and it didn't work. Right. Where they had they were going to pitch to Pollard with Zeke, and and so that's what they were getting ready to do there. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, yeah, let's just three threes, okay. Uh, right. with still 12 minutes to go in the in the second quarter. All right, when we come back, it's the other play we speak of. It's the play of the day when mixed shots continues in a moment. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh. She's doing great. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, Can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? (sighs) Great job, honey. Oh. Oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. (sighs) Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite in 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller Time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. 
hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Back, back, to mixed shots. K-Post Roofing and Waterproofing, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. From corporate homes to your home, have your roof checked by choice, not by chance. Call now, 214-225-4860, and that's kpostcompany.com. All right, Nate Newton is sitting in for Everson Walls as Everson is on assignment. Or something like that. I think that sounds that sounds really I, I, good. I can't remember where Everson said he was going to be today, but he told us in advance he couldn't be here today. All right. And uh, one of us remembered. That's right. And then I told Mickey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So, play of the day. First off, there were in my mind there were two plays of the day yesterday. The first one came with the Cowboys up 10-6 to in the third quarter, facing a third and two at the Detroit 33-yard line. And Aiden Hutchinson for the Lions put a spin move on Terrence Steele and sacked Dak Prescott, putting the Cowboys not only in not – it made it a fourth and nine. It was a seven-yard sack. But not only uh, put them out of position to go for it on fourth down if they wanted to, but also took them out of field goal range. Okay, ten six game. If the Cowboys convert there, whether it's a they get the first down or kick a field goal, the game is pretty much going to be over at that point. Which, by the way, and that all was set up, which would have been the third play of the game, was a sixty-two or fifty-two-yard punt return, return by Cavante Turpin. God, That's right. If he didn't have to sidestep the punter, he's gone. Yeah. Right, because he stepped right back into where that guy was. Okay, so Hutchins and Cowboys have the momentum. All right, right after right. that, and then after, you know what happened at the beginning of the third quarter. All right, Hutchinson makes that play, and now the Lions have new life. And what do the Lions do right after that? They go down the field, and it's kind of the same type of uh, offensive series that, Nate, you're talking about that the Cowboys got back to to start the the second half. A lot of it was running the football. They overcame two holding calls on that penalty to get – on that series to get down – to a second and five at the 18-yard line. They dump a screen pass off to Brock Wright, their, their second tight end, and Micah Parsons makes the the play that I will remember from this game. We won't remember this game against the Lions on right. down the road, but there is one play we will remember, and it's Micah Parsons running him down at the goal line. So it's second and five at the eighteen. And uh, so when I went back and analyzed the play, they ran, they were in two tight end formation to their left. Uh, The Cowboys had three linebackers in. They had their four down and Micah Parsons down to the right with Leighton Van Der Esch and Barr. And and I'm sure in in, uh, Parsons' mind, he just smoked the tackle, right? Well, little be known the guy let him go because they were setting up a screen, right? And sure enough, when he was bearing down on Goff, he realized, oh, wait a minute. They're they're fooling me because this is too easy. He stopped at the 26-yard line, right? And 
when Goff threw to Wright, Wright was at the 21. So he's got a five-yard head start on him, right? And he's running. Parsons got a spin from a dead stop to start running. And then I kind of fouled the play, and when Wright got to the 13-yard line, Parsons was at the 18. And then it was almost like he hit the booster rocket. <laughs> and and by time Wright got to the 4, Parsons was at the 5. And and drags him down at the 1-yard line. Unbelievable play. And he talked about how Quinn sat him down last week and said, hey, look, you got to remember, you got to use your speed out there. No, he said, you got to use your superpower. Your, and then he said, your superpower, <laughs> right? Which is your speed. And golly, what a play. He could have easily given up on that. He was so far behind the play. And everybody else was getting blocked because not only did they have uh, Hawk, how do you say it? Hawk, Hawkinson. Hawkinson out there blocking, but two other offensive linemen clearing the way. He's gone, it's a touchdown. And he drags them down at the at the one yard line. Unbelievable play. I'm, I'm, I'll tell you something. I'm just gonna be honest. There's about four guys need to be docked. <laughs> I'm saying you, you need to. Be You're loaf, watching Micah. Loaf, Nate's watching loaf, others. <laughs> loaf, loaf, loaf. Because we I, we did that on a highlight show last night. I said, fellas, you can't sit. But he ran past three people. <laughs> I mean, when he hit them jets, he instantly went past three people. And I'm saying to myself, but I guess they know their speed. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't fast enough. They weren't fast enough. I, I'm, he, the dude was going sideways. That's the only thing that's, that uh, – he, if he was going straight, if right. he could have went straight, my, Michael wouldn't have had a shot. Right. But when he turned sideways and started easing down to the left side off the blocks, Michael, like, I got this dude. And uh, – Man, that was beautiful. That was a, that was every high school, college, pop Warner coach. This is the effort we need, and turn that film on. Mm-hmm. This is the effort we need. And then, and then it became after the game, and we'll get to why mm-hmm. the play was so important. Uh, but Dan Campbell was getting asked why he didn't challenge that it, it was a touchdown. And Campbell said, well, I didn't have a really good angle to see it. I was waiting to get called down from the coach's box. And he said the call never came. And when they showed the replay from the pylon cam, you can see Wright's knee hitting the ground. And it was a beautiful shot. And the ball had not broken. It was close. And I'll I'll guarantee it was closer than where they they spotted the ball. It it should have been like a foot from right. the goal line, right? But they spotted it at the one. But the but the the pylon cam showed his knee down, and he did not score. And they were challenging Campbell on it, and you know he was kind of well, yeah, maybe I should have. And Wright thought he scored, and you know what Parsons said? He goes, "I thought he scored. I thought they were lining up for a two point conversion." <laughs> 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 you know. I used to be very, very critical of coaches and their coaching staffs, and I, I really did. But uh, a lot of people can't even handle their own daily lives. Now they want a bang, bang play, a bang, bang situation. Uh, it favored the Cowboys, so you know, just like the Turbo play last week. You know, we we all on coach. You know what? Them ups and downs happen. That's why you go out and get players to try to band-aid your mistakes. And then, in turn, you 
once in a while band-aid the players' mistakes. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? With, with a great and, coaching and, call. And, you know, in, in fairness, they, they're, they're at the one-yard line. They got the second-ranked offense in the league. He got four plays to go 36 inches. So he's probably thinking, okay, it's at the one. Let's just go get it. <laughs> i tell you what, Mickey, that sounds good. But you also <laughs> got to think. That's the number one ranked defense with that bull over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, to me, I, I I wanted us to win, and I knew how we were supposed to win. And even though we won the way we all thought we were gonna win, you still like, wow, that was ugly. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I wrote my column, and yeah. my first word was "woo." Yeah, right. Okay, wow. kind of a sigh of relief because. This certainly wasn't an 18-point game, right? Yes. It, it, you know, you're sitting there kneeling, and basically I, I wrote, you know, Dak nailed down, kneeled yeah. down mm-hmm. at the end. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody else should have taken a knee and gave thanks. That's right. <laughs> yeah, the whole stadium, huh? Right? Hey, can we get a moment of silent yes. prayer? <laughs> and so then it, that, that play follows with Williams going up to He fell kind of weird. Did you see how he, it was awkward? He, he hit the pile and went straight down like this, and the ball came out. They gave the strip to Lawrence. I don't know if anybody could actually see it or not. Uh, and it trickles right to Barr. What are the chances? It, well, good things happen when you make a play like Mike did on the previous maybe yeah, that's you just it, keep, right? You just keep playing hard. I mean, mm-hmm. you just keep playing hard. Uh, I, You know. And, again, if the, if the Lions score – a touchdown on that possession, it, they're ahead thirteen to ten, yes. and the and the rest of the game plays out entirely differently. Yes, you know, uh, this is what I'm gonna keep reminding people: you are in third place, and the teams that are ahead of you does have the ability to beat you in head-to-head competition. These ain't teams that, oh, we'll catch them in the end. These are teams that has the ability and the player. Jones, I don't like the coach from New York. He's making his kid good. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? He's making his kid Jones. Daniel Jones. Yes. Yes. I mean, I I don't like him. Mm. I don't like him. I don't don't like (laughs) him. I don't know why they hired him. (laughs) Yeah. He's too good. (laughs) What are they doing in New York? Hiring that guy. (laughs) We don't need that. Wow. We're in third place, fellas. And, you know, and and here was another saving grace. Even after they got the fumble, they ain't go anywhere. And on fourth and one at their own 29, Anger hits a – it must have been a 50-yard punt. They got fair – caught at the 20 yard line that 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 was unbelievable that that he basically reversed that kid has he reversed the the, the field, field the field and then that led to lewis's interception interception unfortunate fateful interception because he didn't get hit he must have fallen no, it, it, and hit his it, foot no if you see it it's a player hit jammed his foot in the ground. He did. Just when he caught a player jammed his While foot in the ground. While he was laying on yeah, his no, stomach? No, as he was catching it. Go back and look. As he was catching it and he was getting ready to fall, that player just in a split second ran across his foot. Oh. I, yeah, that that was, was a freaky accident. And that lists Frank injury. That's, that's, that, I mean, 
it was serious enough. They did surgery yesterday. Yeah, last night. I know. Yeah. I, I, you know, I've always my only knock has been on J. Lou. My only ever knock is J. Lou will sometimes uh, get to say, "I can make this play," and he'll jump something, and it'll hurt him. As a slot receiver, you can play Russian roulette. But you got to play the percentages if it's in the percentages yeah. in, in, in Russia. Let, I mean, it was a hell of a play. Yeah. And, uh, and a great catch diving wow. like that. Uh, so now, Deron Bland, let's go. And, you know, it's a good thing they got this kid some experience yes. earlier in the season. Okay, let me ask you this question, Bill. Mick. Mm-hmm. What, what what's happened to the fat kid, the, the rapper? I mean, what Calvin Joseph? Yeah, what 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 is happening? Well, we'll see what they think of him. If they trust him, then they can put him at corner and put uh, Brown, Anthony Brown, Anthony Brown in the slot. Who that's where he's played. Before. Yes. See, now it may be a different decision than what it was for a one game decision. Yeah. Right. Because Kelvin Joseph on special teams, he's got his role there, and you don't want to take him off that if he's playing full time. He's second basically. round pick, Bill. I can't agree. No, 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 no. But <laughs> for, for one game, right? We're talking where it was Deron Bland. You know, it was right before kickoff. They found, and they had to make that decision on game day. Right, Deron, you're playing. Right, okay. And so now you're adjusting everything. Okay, now you know Lewis is out for the season. Right, okay. So. Now, okay, you make plans starting today whether or not is Kelvin Joseph the guy or is Deron Bland. And to your point, okay, Kelvin Joseph being the second-round pick, you would think he is the guy. But do you, over trust, Duran, do yeah. you trust him? And, and, see, that's and, what and that, that all goes into it, you know? If the first guy I took off the bench is Bland, well, that's the first guy I'm going to give a shot at it. It's just – I mean that that is the one thing where I could see where they yeah. they could decide yeah. they in their own mind they may even have Kelvin listed above it but and that spur of the moment decision because that that was the roles laid out for mm-hmm. them on that day yes. against that who what game was that who was the opponent when Lewis showed up hurt for the game he yeah. got hurt on like uh, I can find was it, it right in, here in warmups or Saturday it was yeah, it was the warmups it was right right before the game let me see which game did he miss I got it listed right here it was the Washington game all right yeah. so you're playing Washington it was a groin groin injury uh, in pregame um, so Washington's offense okay right. you, know, you may not make that. Right. And, and you haven't prepared Kelvin for that role coming into that wow. game necessarily. But, see, Bill, what I'm but, saying, but now, yeah. uh-huh. now uh-huh. we're talking long term, right? So <laughs> is Kelvin Joseph your second round pick, or is he not? You know, That's well, he I'm may saying. be, but if he's not good enough to do it, I it, you go with the best player right now. Yeah. I trust Bland in there. But see, that's what I'm saying is. We do, but we haven't seen – we haven't been at practice wow. every day to see yeah. right, what – and meetings and stuff. Whoa. So that'll – Any other ref? 54, what he got a penalty? Just, oh, just, you just watched him. <laughs> yeah, watched him for Spike the guy. It's I'm lucky. glad that guy put his elbow down. All right, down. we'll talk – It's yeah. a good thing he wasn't a quarterback. Yes, sir. We'll, we'll yes, talk sir. Sam Williams and more when Mixed Shots continues in a moment. We paid how much for those lessons? She's doing great. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? <sighs> Great job, honey! Oh. oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. <sighs> Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. 
torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, Gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Back, back, back. To Mick Shots. Live music fans, head to the Star in Frisco on Wednesday, October 26th for a brand new monthly concert series, Sounds of the Star, featuring the spectacular Southern Soul Band, Prophets and Outlaws. The concert kicks off at 7 p.m. and is free and open to the public. For more info, visit thestarinfrisco.com. Okay, um, let's uh, before we get into Sam Williams, let's uh, uh, one thing about Micah. Okay, you know in baseball, uh, I know of there were some baseball players who they actually had the number to the press box. they, they had to memorize the number to the press box mm. because there would be times where they would get a hit in a game and it would be scored by the official scorer who sits in the press box as an error. And they would get back to the dugout and they would call the press box and lobby to the official scorer or, or, or yell at the official scorer that that's a hit, not an error. And so that should count as a hit on my stats. You want to All right. talk so, to somebody that so lived Mike, that experience? Oh, really? You talk, You lived double, it? Double A? Yeah. I didn't know you played double A baseball. No. The Jackson the <laughs> Jackson. You were the official scorer. I was covering the team, and I was the official scorer. <laughs> and when I would give one of the guys on the Mets, he hit the ball, and I'd give him an error, I'd get the dirtiest looks up there. And one day before the game, when they were in batting practice and I was standing on the sideline, the catcher came up to me, and he goes, you know, these guys are trying to get to AAA, and a lot of that has to do with stats. And he goes, when you give them an error instead of a hit – 
that hurts their stats in moving up. Mm-hmm. He goes, so you better think you're taking twice money, about that. You're taking right? money yeah. out of their pocket. And, I, and I, I marched right to the GM, and I said, I resigned. Yeah, okay. So I bring that up because Don't Micah, test his integrity. That's right. <laughs> I asked Micah after the game, can you appeal the stat where he did not get the credit for the sack? Dorrance Armstrong got credit for the sack, uh, which would have given him two sacks in the yeah, game. Yeah, he had the guy's ankle, He got him, right? yeah. He's the reason the quarterback went down was because of Micah. They can appeal that. Okay, that's that's what I'm asking. The PR, I asked him. I asked Micah, can, can you appeal that? And he didn't really answer. The, the PR staff. Can, he's mad about it, though. The PR staff can send that into the NFL and say, hey, this okay. should have been a sack there or this go. should have been this guy's sack. Yeah. They have the ability to do that. Okay. But Dorrance Armstrong right now has matched his career high. He's got six sacks in seven games. More than. Oh, man. You know, I just remember this kid. He's going to have more than Randy Gregory Kansas, ever had. Man. I just remember this kid coming out of Kansas. And the people that that drafted him knew what to do. Uh, Come on, coach. I, y'all drafted him and you knew what to do and didn't give him the opportunities. I used to sit over there and argue about it, but, you know, I, I, I like to give the coaches, hey, maybe they are seeing something or right. knowing something that I don't know. Because so. they had the toy over there, yes. Randy Gregory. Yeah, well, I'm going to tell you what. The toy in Denver, man. They should have brought the, they should have brought our crew, whatever was helping him to Denver, paid the package. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm serious. When, well, he's on IR now. When 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 you have a kid, and I can use myself, when you have a kid that's kind of challenged on the outside world, everything is controlled in here. But when you get on the outside world and you, you kind of challenged and you put people and things in place to help settle you, if you're going to sign this kid, NFL, get the whole package and, and transfer it. Don't just take the player because it's a package come with this player. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they knew that. <laughs> yeah, they knew, but they didn't want to pay for the package. The package got to go. <laughs> yeah. All right, which brings us to Sam Williams. And Sam got the first two sacks of his NFL career uh, in yesterday's game. He also had a body slam that wasn't penalized. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, that, that's the thing, kind of to your point on, you know, Dorrance Armstrong not getting opportunities. That's the other thing this defensive coaching staff does. They get There are opportunities for all these guys uh, as far as rushing the passer. You know, I had the perception that he played more snaps than he did. Uh, I thought he was out. Every time I seemed to look up on the left defensive end in passing situations, he was out there, right? Well, he only played 14 snaps. In 14 snaps, he has three tackles, two sacks, two tackles for losses, Two quarterback hits, and then the forced fumble recovered on his own on that one sack. He had the triple triple play there. That's unbelievable. And so the Lions had, what, 58 snaps in the game or something like that? Something, something like that. So 56, yeah. So if he had played, so he played 14. Yeah. So essentially uh, times four. 
You, he would if, if he would have played all fifty six snaps, he would have had eight sacks in the game. <laughs> no, he wouldn't. The averages just don't work that way. That's a good thing about analytics. Never work that way. I'm telling you, it just don't work. Because after about the second after that second one in the game, still would have been played. They're like, hey, we well, this dude needs some help. <laughs> well, that's a that was a heck of a performance, and I I phrased my question probably not wrongly to Mike afterwards I said it seemed like you know Williams got more snaps and what did you think of what he did with him and he kind of looked at me and then it and then was like oh he didn't have more because he usually gets 10 to 12 Mm -hmm. so he got 14 right and then he said no I was real proud of him he goes that was that was an amazing performance by him and maybe you're right smaller better right you get yeah I mean because too many and you maybe you don't you're not as productive you when you don't when when you're not used to playing against a freak, uh, as an offensive lineman, the scariest thing in the world was when 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 you go to punch a guy and he's able to dip down below your punch, and ever and, and and when you do get your hands on him, it's in the middle of his back and you projecting him into your quarterback. That's scary, cause no matter what you say, guys can't move their hips. That that is kind of a locked in thing, but if you have the ability to bend your hips with, with your knees at the same time, that is a freakish thing. And so, and you know what? That's he, scary. He's got that mindset that I'm going to get there, however I need to get there. Yes. Right. Yes. He's got a little Haley in him. Not yes. Satan from an athletic standpoint, right. but Haley. I think people were afraid of Haley because they didn't know what he was going to do. Right. To beat him. Right, and he would do whatever it took to get him. Right, yeah, and and you know when training camp was over and we got back here, I used to watch Haley walk out with Sam Williams to practice way before everybody would get out there, and they would go back there and do something, and you know most guys just kind of blow off Charles. It's like okay, right. yeah. This kid would listen to him, and I said, oh, he might be dangerous. Yeah. How, how good is it for Sam that he's got Micah here, who's been here a year? Don't Sam, stop there. Don't, Sam, don't stop there. Yeah. How good is it for this kid to have Micah, Demarcus Lawrence, Darms Armstrong, Dante Fowler? Dante Fowler. It, it, when, by the time he gets in and he's – a greater athlete than all except Michael. He's a greater athlete than all except Michael. So what do you do as an offensive lineman? When you done batted all these guys and battled all these guys, and they go to one of the most freakish ones, like you say, would do anything to get to the quarterback. And, and to accentuate your point, after the game, and I'm up in the press box and I'm, I'm writing. I looked down on the field, and this had to be a good hour after the game. And I saw these guys in these these white like uh, warm up suits. Right. And I look. I get my binoculars. I look down there, and it's like, well, that's Sam Williams. And I was like, who's this other guy? What well, was Demarcus Lawrence? And they were both dressed the same. And I th- I think. Demarcus had his wife down there mm. and, and maybe one or two of the kids, and then there was another kid, and I'm assuming it was Sam's right. uh, son. Right. And they were all down there together. And I said, okay, somebody's looking after this guy. So, mm. And it was, it was Demarcus Lawrence. I, I, just, I just think that if we, uh, 
And see, this is what I love about this game. We won it. Dak got through it. The next game will be much better. And they can get better. Yeah, yeah. So, so like you said, Mickey, at the beginning of the show, by by time us 10th, 11th game, we should be at that 27 points a game mark without the help of the defense. I mean, as far as them getting a pick six, we need your short fields. We'll take them in the time. Yeah, absolutely. And it's great to rely on your defense as right. long as the defense is there. Yes. Right? Yes. And, and, you know, and, and what was still stinging was the drive against Philadelphia, Philadelphia's drive that took them that 75 the yards, yep. 13 plays to seal the game. And, and Micah talked about it on Thursday. He, he said it still stung, and that's when he brought up uh, – you know, the shark thing. Shark and then he, week. And then he reminded everybody it was shark week, even though it wasn't shark week. It, no, it no, was it, their shark week. Any, yeah. Right? Any week, Micah says it's shark week. It's shark yeah, week. absolutely. Okay. Uh, and you have a homework assignment tonight. Uh-oh. What do I got? You got the Chicago Bears oh, yes. playing at New England tonight on Monday Night And Football. they come here on a short week. Buddy. That's right. Yep. Can you watch it? I just, just like I said, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's Christmas time in October, and we got our first gift on the door. <laughs> uh, if you can go CVS, Pharmacy, or Walmart, I mean, we There's have Christmas been, lights up yeah, all over the place blessed, already. Man, with the right tonic, the right portions, the right gifts. I mean, thank you, Sandy. Thank uh-huh. you, because we just been to line up and get these guys. Green Bay will be a little. Okay. Well, some, after coming after the bye week, I got, I got this that win. Cowboy fan that emails me, and he didn't think they'd win five games after they lost to Tampa Bay. And I said, just send me. Has he emailed you lately? Yes, he did today, and he goes, I bow down because I told him, just settle down. And, and then he said, how many, how many wins do you think it's going to take to win the East? And so I started looking, and I said, guess what? The Eagles only have four games left with teams with winning records right now. Two of those games are the Giants, one's the Cowboys in Tennessee. Then I looked at the Cowboys. They only got four games left against teams with winning records. It's the Eagles, the Giants, Tennessee, and Minnesota. The rest of them, including Green Bay, do not have a winning record. I I, I just – if we we play well – and like I say, Dak Dak gonna only get better because he's gonna look at film. He's gonna be like, you know what? This is what can help my team win. So these are the passes that I'm gonna make sure get there. Yeah. And I'm these are the ones I'm gonna take away. I don't need and to I, be thrown in yeah, the double coverage. Yeah. I mean, it happens sometimes. Yeah. When you have zone coverage, it happens sometimes. So, but. And I hate to say this because it'll come back to harm. It's good when you a quarterback and don't have to play perfect. You know, mm-hmm. just don't play him. You know, don't play the bad game. Mm-hmm. You don't have to play the perfect game, but just don't play the bad game. He was nearly yeah. perfect the second half. Yes. All right. That does it for this edition of Mixed Thank Shots. you, Everson. <laughs> I don't think Everson's here tomorrow either. Thank you, Nate. Thank yeah. you, Nate. Well, if Everson's not here, I'll, I'll try to come in. If, if I get over here early, I'll try to All come right. in because I'll be studying for the out the Chicago's and whooping and then we put a worse whooping on them the next week so, so you, you don't go. you don't have the bears winning tonight you know what the bears don't know who they are and teams that don't know who they are and have no direction and i ain't saying the coach not giving them direction but you don't you don't know who your quarterback is your defense ain't nowhere near what it was a year ago so mm-hmm. 
Well, as long as they're not wearing can orange, I say one thing? orange uniforms can again. Cavante Turpin, your day is coming where we will spend more. We will spend a whole segment instead of there ten seconds tomorrow. There you go. Yeah, tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right. We'll talk at you again tomorrow at noon on Mix Shots. Go Cowboys! Oh, yeah. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!